queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. gonna have to forgive us ladies and gentlemen we're gonna pack a lot into this episode only because it is only july 16th but this is the last time we're recording for july yes we only record once a week but the three of us have crazy ass lives uh let's see next weekend you got one of us doing some soccer games yes premier league is coming to the united states and we have uh three games in two days one game on Saturday, two on Sunday. Therefore, we can't record on Sunday. And then somebody is going to a Comic-Con and, and meeting Damon and Stefan Salvatore and the Backstreet Boys and, and laughing at um, poor Matt Donovan because, you know, they're begging people to get uh, pictures with him, apparently. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not meeting Stefan, but Damon definitely. But, yeah, it's kind of funny because you go online – but his photo, he, 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 um, poor Ian has like, I look at the thing, he has like eight photo ops going for like Saturday. He's got a session, the session with him, him, Paul, and Zach, which is Matt. They're sold out. He's there's like that. Then he's got three sessions with Stefan. Uh, then he's got two sessions just by himself. So, but I don't have, yeah. Damn. But you go but you go look on the site, everyone sold um all of them sold out except for Zach. <laughs> and then wait. And then you have an it? anniversary. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so the only person that really has a treat that Saturday is me that Sunday is me because like the two of us, or like I'm still gonna have a crazy ass weekend. I've got Luke Combs back to back on Friday and Saturday. Ah, but you get to, but you're gonna rest on Sunday. That's Sunday. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking crash. <laughs> I still don't know what we're doing with our our anniversary yet. I, I I may end up in Austin for Great American Bash. We'll see. Not sure yet. And speaking of Galaxy Con, oh, Friday. Well, it's not gonna be an all day Friday. Saturday will be the all day. But Friday, we ended up, I ended up getting a mission tickets for mom and Mama Larissa and I, because at the last minute, they decided, oh, we're going to throw Orange Cassidy into <laughs> Galaxy Con on Thursday and Friday. So we're going up Thursday night. We um, got, unfortunately, we got the hotel to actually let us go up Thursday instead of Friday, like we were planning. Okay. Um, so we're going to go up Thursday, get up Friday. We're going to meet... We'll have her meet Orange Cassidy. I, um, obviously, I'll meet him because, you know, he's one of my faves. 
Then they announced that a certain Miss TBS champion, Chris Statlander, is going to be there Friday. And I didn't get her um, autograph the last time. I just got her photo op. But she's not doing no photo ops, but she will have a table. And I'm going to go over, get her table selfie and her autograph, talk to her, reconnect with her, congratulate her. And mom says she's going to meet her too when she's there. Aww. And I'm trying, I'm trying to hold back the tears because I'm going to try to, I'm going to, you know, tell her what happened last year at Galaxy Con with Kiara Hogan, how she, you know, said, oh no, not the Statlander shirt. And I said, you'll remember this, you'll remember this name when she takes that title off your baddie Jade. Well, guess what? A year <laughs> later, what happened? It happened. And oh, that's so, rich. So I do kind of want to share that with her, you know, just talk to her and reconnect Aww. with her. Um, that's Friday. Then, you know, we're going to chill. Then Saturday, I'm there all day because, um, like Jolie said at the beginning, um, back, um, I, cause they mean so much to me as, cause I've been a fan as a Backstreet Boys ever since mm-hmm. I've been nine, Nick, Nick Carter and AJ McLean's going to be there. So I want to meet them. Okay. Um, unfortunately, Ian Somerhalder's photo op for session two. I'm in session two is not till five twenty-five in the afternoon. So, um, but my main goal is Nick and AJ, you know, to hopefully get a chance with them. Um, so, um, a certain, certain Hardy boys are going to be there. I've already met Jeff. I might try to fit Matt in, but it's not a priority because I know there'll be other chances maybe. Same way with Britt Baker. Um, I kind of way just saying I'm going for AJ and Nick and people's like, what about Ian? Ian's in there. I've already paid his photo op. He's, I, I couldn't, you know, not meet anybody else in there. I walk out meeting Ian Somerhalder regardless. So <laughs> right? that's a done deal. Cause I've already paid his photo op. Yeah. So it's going to be a fun weekend and I'm excited. Oh, that's that's going to be awesome. It's just like, take it all in. Try not to get too nervous. Well, Especially meeting the Backstreet Boys. Uh, no, that, that's probably going to be tear jerking right there. You know, you know, telling them. I actually didn't know what to wear, but um, I found their 30 year, their 30 year shirt. Oh, cool. And, um, and I'm actually going to wear that, meet them. But then I thought to myself, I want to take an extra shirt because I really don't want to wear a Backstreet Boys shirt, me and Ian. <laughs> right <laughs> um but i don't know he might get a kick out of it considering um after this i told mom i said I'll, i probably don't want to call you because i'm taking a lift because i read what is online i think they're charging like 75 dollars per car to park around the convention center yeah i saw that um Ugh. so see see that's that's wait this is in raleigh right yeah all right what you do is you download, I don't know if it's still a thing anymore. It used to be called Park Panda or Panda Park. And I used to find all the cheap ads, like, or Park Hero, Spot Hero. And it's not around the convention center, but it's like maybe like a block or two away. And it's like $20 to park all day. I'm 10, I'm 12 minutes from the hotel. I'll take a lift. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know. But, for, for, um... for, for people who out there who would like to know about that, when you do cons, um, especially like big ones like Dragon Con. Yeah, either if you don't stay in the hotel, um, and you stay outside like myself and Sammy did in nineteen, 
we did drive in, but we paid like 20 bucks to park all day in a parking garage. So that was a hundred bucks for four days or no, 80 bucks for four days in Atlanta, Georgia, which isn't horrible. And like, you know, we were able to go do all the cool fucking things around Atlanta that you can do, like flip off Mercedes, the, their their stadium out there and oh. the Brave <laughs> Stadium when we went past that. And, <laughs> you know, just, just all of that fun amazing stuff oh man and um but in new york if you ever do like a metropolitan like new york this is what you do ladies you stay in secaucus secaucus new jersey and you get on the train you will save hundreds of dollars in, in in living over there and then go to diners diners are your friend in new york city or the two dollar slice pizza places where you get a uh, two dollars with a soda and a can a piece of pizza, and I'm not talking about one of those like oh little rinky dinky Pizza Hut pizzas. No, no, no. These things are about the size of your fucking head. Yeah, and I got a big head. Um, and you know, speaking of shit to do, we do have WrestleMania coming up, and I will say this: you can either stay in the city, folks, or you stay in Delaware. And you drive up to Wilmington and you take the train in. And that train will take you to their 30th Street station in, in Philly. And that station will take you to both the convention center and to the rest of, and to Lincoln Financial Field, Wells Fargo. It's very fucking simple. Do not stay in the city if you do not need to. It's cheaper to stay outside. It's cheaper to park in Wilmington. It's cheaper to park everywhere else. So just, you know. Oh my god! I make this little pop culture shit. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so, so I was saying when I meet, I want him to say my favorite quote from um, Vampire Diaries. Oh, it seems like to be popping up a lot. Um, Joel, anybody that watched it, Jolie will know. It's the part where they go. They Stefan takes uh, Damon and the Lark to the Covenant House, and they can't see it, and. Um, they're talking about Caroline that he's like, Stefan, um, he's using the bear that has Bonnie's magic in it. He says, Oh, does Stefan not like Caroline? You know, just talking and and he says, and then they're talking, and he says, Lark goes, Well, see, Stefan, even the bear knows, and the bear goes, I saw that a mile away, and my brain is made of cotton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my my favorite line from that show will always be, Hello, brother. That's a good one too. When when they basically that that's that's Damon's first line and that's Damon's last line, mm-hmm. and you know that's, that's such a great show. It's such a great show. I mean, <clears throat> Julie Pleck, um, oh, minus what they did to Legacies, you know, did a great thing with the TVDU, and the fact that they're still getting cons going in uh, Covington and outside in Conyers. Where they filmed, I think they filmed Legacies. No, not yeah, they filmed Legacies and TVD, The Vampire Diaries in Covington. But they filmed the originals and made Conyers look like New Orleans. So Georgia, Georgia is awesome. As much as I hate the fact that it's a red state, it's an awesome state. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that's uh. Still need to go to Atlanta. Still need to go to Atlanta. Haven't been yet. Don't need to go. Well, since y'all bring up like meet and greets and everything, I really didn't get um, 
too much of a chance to talk about this on the last show because I didn't want to monopolize the time with Bougie being on and everything. But it's like, like I said, I mean, at least, like I said, it's like what took me so long to get to reality wrestling shows beyond me because the show is fucking fantastic from start to finish. Everybody, the crowd was like up. It was like awesome to see. Uh, Booker T, sweetest guy and everything, trying to be a heel out there a few times and everything. One one of the matches, he actually got kicked out for getting involved. <laughs> and then afterwards, they, that's when they did the meet and greets. Um, Charmelle and Booker T, very sweet as hell. And I, I, I stood next to Charmel because I didn't want to look like a shrimp next to Booker T and everything. So I was like, what you, I was like, I was telling Steve, I was like, you stand over there. I'll stand over here and everything. And then um, Trick, Trick Williams, he got a real kick out of, I, t- I told him, I was like, well, you and me got something in common. He's like, well, let's talk about it. And I was like, well, your rider dies a Boston man. So is mine. He's like, oh. <laughs> so he got a real, he got a real kick out of that. <laughs> and then the lovely Vix Croy formerly known as Alicia Fox. She has not changed all these years. She has not changed at all. The still foxy, still quirky, still full of energy. The meet and greet was like 10, 30, 11. We, we ran, it was, it, it, it was like late and everything, but it's like, she was still like up and on. She was still up at it and everything like that. Just, and, and it's like, she got tatted all over over these years and everything it's like her arms are like full she's so skinny too she's so skinny too in person but it's like she was just like absolutely wonderful to me it was like amazing and then we didn't know this at first but uh jacob and zilla fatu also came out and everything i learned that jacob has seven kids and it's like i woke up i walked up i walked up to him and i was like seven kids and he's like going we got to hold it down and everything. It was like multiplied. I was like, a uh, duh. Hey, he's got to keep the bloodline running. For real. <laughs> but it's like, those two were such powerhouses in the ring and everything, but they're sweetest guys. So humble and everything. And it's just like such a one for me. And it's like, I told Zilla, it was like an amazing debut for him and everything. So it's just like, Last night was amazing, start to finish. I think I blew out my throat a little bit screaming because it's like this morning I was like, "Man, <clears throat> <clears throat> now it's like now we got like several eight by tens in the living room, and now I gotta get eight, now I gotta, now I gotta get frames for all that shit." <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Wait, wait. <gasps> so wait. I mean, technically, his wife has had the seven kids. He just laid there for three minutes. Just let's be fair about that. That woman okay. is the real hero. That woman is the real hero. <laughs> Good Lord. Very true. Very true. Um, actually, that's nothing because it's like my best friend's husband and my uh, my best friend's husband is one of 12. So it's like, I was like, I, I was like, I, I was like, how did his mom never do god bless his mom and his mom and dad are like still like i think like 80s 90s and everything it was just like still like his mom is not a woman you want to you you want to fuck with and everything so it's just like damn but yeah (laughs) joey pulled out the technical card on that one (laughs) look 
being a dad is all cool and all, but that woman puts in nine months of her life to carry around a little, little, in my eyes, a parasite until it comes out. And then as a baby, for nine months, she gives up her body. She gives up her, her eating habits. You know, some of her favorite foods you might be can't eat because the baby don't like it. You know, that woman has to give up coffee for nine months. Oh, heck no. <laughs> but no, I, I just think it's, you know, go. I really want to go to indie shows. But the fact that I do work weekends and there was really nothing this past weekend. Plus, I- I've been exhausted with these concerts going on at work. At the yeah. link, and then I everything kicks back up with with football. And I think they posted eight Sundays until Eagles football. Uh-oh. So I'm just like, God damn. So like, I'm just, I'm like, when am I going to get a fucking break? Like, you know, yeah. it's like, it's like I go from this job and like next week, it's just, like I said, I've had, I'll have four events in seven days. And that's not including my other job. Right. So, man, I mean, it's like I always see these indie events pop up on my uh, Twitter feed and everything. And it's like if it's anywhere near near y'all, I'm like, going, hey, hey. But of course, shit happens. <laughs> Not only that, but it's like unfortunately they don't do a lot of shows in Delaware. It's all mainly in Joppa, Maryland, Baltimore, Maryland, Philadelphia, Jersey. Jersey. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't, I wouldn't mind, but it's just like right now. I kind of do my. I'm just t- I'm tired, right? I like because it's hot days in concert venues, man. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. Beyonce. I was pouring water all over my head. I bet. Um, also, fun fact: amazing show, and um, will definitely recommend if you are a Beyonce fan to go it. Uh, go it. She's very. Her dancers are amazing. She's amazing. Her daughter killed it on stage dancing. Um, yeah, so it's just been a very, very fun, raucous summer, and I got two more to close it out. Um, every concert has been amazing this summer, and next year it's just apparently they're going to try to get more. Wow. They're really going to kill us. You're going to have to live at the link. Oh, I know. I think like the best part is like, you know, if I do have any issues, my best friend does live in Philly. Her girlfriend lives in Philly and I do have friends that still live up there. So if need be, I know people will open up a couch to me if I need okay. to. Um, Because you never know. Of course. Like, it's, especially, you know, with WrestleMania coming up again and knowing how. I know how I am after back-to-back days. Now, mm. this, this this Saturday and the next weekend, it'll be a little bit different because it's just one overnight and basically it's not a late night this weekend, but next weekend is late night. So it's like, I'm like, motherfucker, y'all had to <laughs> add a second show. Uh, but I will say this, and this will be me getting off of my pop culture thing when it comes to Luke Holmes. I want to, res- you know... I respect any musician, all that stuff. But the fact that he brought back one of my favorite songs by a queer African-American woman, Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. Love that song. I I have so much respect for that man for doing that song. And, you know, the fact that, you know, he 
she I think she gets well, she does get royalties from it, but all of that. Um, but yeah, no, I just I I can't wait, and um, I would like to start talking maybe a little bit more about pop culture, but right now, um, I am in support of the writers and actors strike. So there will be no pop culture talk, like, you know, hyping up any type of movies that I want to go see of that nature, because I am full support of the the unions right now. Like I'm I when I was uh, uploading our podcast today, there's a little thing. Does your podcast talk about TV and film? If so, click here so we can start promoting it on Apple. I'm like, that's brand new. That's suspicious. That's weird. Okay. Interesting. So I'm like, you know what? Like, That's just, that rubs me the wrong way. But I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to get people to talk and people to listen and promote stuff. But um, I will say this, though. Since it's already out and doesn't constitute, I do want to see um, the Barbie movie because of John Cena's cameo. It actually does have a cameo on there. Oh, <laughs> I just want to. I just want to watch it because it has Margaret Robbie as Barbie, and I like her as an actress. Oh, oh well, that too. But like, the fact that they asked her about it, she goes, "Yeah, we were filming in the same areas." And she goes, "Hey, John, do you want to be in the movie?" Sure. Oh wow! So that and fast. he plays a mermaid. Oh, <laughs> with long okay. blonde hair. I think he played a mermaid. I'm like, I gotta see this shit now. This is where the mermaid... I heard John Cena and mermaid reference. I didn't know what the fuck it was for and everything, but okay. Now this, now this makes sense. <laughs> I mean, technically it's wrestling related. Man. Oh, God. There we go. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh. Why does he look good with long hair, though? Y'all, just, just Google John Cena as a mermaid for Barbie, and that's how you'll find it. Is what I just... Yo, he looked good with long fucking hair, though. Did, did Trish blow that out for him, though? That looks like Trish hair. <laughs> Does that not look like you put Trish Stratus's face right there? That's Trish Stratus. Right? Exactly how she's been wearing her hair these days. Funny story real quick, and then I'll, I'm seriously, seriously, folks, we will talk about wrestling, I promise. One quick story. Um, This past week, I actually got a little excited and everything because the baseball schedules for next year came out, and then I was like, going, yes, I can finally start planning our trip to Boston next year because... Next year, uh, Steve turns 50, and we're going to Boston for his birthday, and we're going to plan to be there like about a week. And the last two times we went to Boston, the Red Sox have not been in town. So we haven't been able to get to a game or anything like that. Well, I was waiting for the baseball schedule because it's like, I want us to go to a game. I want us to go like with the family and stuff like that and everything. So luckily, the schedule's out. There's a game on his birthday. So who's it against? Oakland. That's if there are still Oakland, though. Oh, the Athletics. They're they're it's yeah. against the Athletics, yeah. Uh, so, so it's like I got excited about that. Now I get to now I finally get to like start planning and making ideas about all that and everything. So, um, <sighs> all right, wrestling. Yes, let's finally transition into wrestling because we've been talking a lot. I told you, ladies and gentlemen, we got like we're gonna pack a shitload into this episode. Yeah, we're not gonna be we, able to. We're actually not gonna see each other for almost three weeks. Yeah, and I mean, we talk on text all the time, but that's it. We're gonna see y'all's pretty faces for a couple weeks. So, <laughs> all right. So, ladies, we had a request. 
Um, oh, Marcus. Oh, my gosh. So our good friend, Marcus, at World Elite Podcast, um, sent me a DM to the podcast page. And he was saying that in a few weeks, he's doing his mid-year awards and everything. Uh, they're, well, they're doing their mid-year awards on World Elite and wanted to know our opinions as well. Um, I had to get him to ask me nicely, joking around. But uh, <laughs> but we're happy to oblige because we needed to add a little extra something to this episode anyway, even though it's going to be really long. Sorry, Jolie. <laughs> All right. It is what it is. Yep. All right. So let's see. We've got about nine categories here. Okay. So let's start going around. As of right now, July 16, 2023, your male wrestler of the year, Kayla, is AEW International Champion Orange Cassidy, only because of how he's defended that title, dominated, and basically just put everything on the line just to keep that title and challenge that title. Because most wrestlers would not defend it as much as he would. Roman Reigns, just saying, he's defended mm-hmm. it more than you have. So um, as of right now, I believe he does deserve, in my opinion, does deserve that title as male, male superstar of the year. Okay. All right. Um, mine is actually going to be the visionary Seth Rollins. He's crazy, he's quirky, but he has had like a lot of momentum all year. The crowd has gotten ridiculously behind him and everything has kind of escalated even more since he became world heavyweight champion. Jolie? Um, those are two very good choices. My male superstar of the year is Cody Rhodes. I think he's had a lot of intriguing storylines, um, even though he had the major loss against Roman at WrestleMania. His, his win at the Royal Rumble, his his win against Brock, and the fact that he literally stays 20 to 30 minutes after shows end to sign autographs and take pictures. Um, absolutely love that about him. He is just killing it on everything. Awesome. Very good choices. All right, Jolie, for the females. Uh, This has been a very tough decision because, in all honesty, all the women are fucking killing it. But I am going to have to go with our new women's champion on SmackDown, Asuka. She has had such an amazing run. Her matches with... um. Bianca have been off the chart and everything has just been 100% on point with Asuka and she has been the like just been busting ass and these last couple weeks with the failed cash in Charlotte and uh, Bianca Bailey and EO it's just been comedic gold and she is just mm-hmm. thriving the way that she deserves to thrive all right Kayla that honestly was tough because I kind of agree with Jolie um, that if every female deserves it, honestly, because in her different ways. Um, but I went with one that, fortunately, I kind of don't like their character right now. I love the faction that they're in. 
I still think she needs to ditch the bitch um, and move on with her life, but um, that would be our women's champion, Miss Rhea Ripley, on Monday Night Raw. Ah, okay. Ditch the bitch. I said that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if people that don't know who that is, that's Dom Dom. She can do just fine without Dom Dom. Okay. Okay. Um, Tony Khan, wait, wait, wait. Can we can we get Buddy Matthews just for one night just to come super kick him, please? Thank you. Yes, please, please, and thank you. Oh my gosh. All right. So I I went back and forth on in my head a lot and everything. It's like, um, because it's like I thought of Rhea too, and it's like Asuka's great choice and everything. I, I it's like I kept going back and forth. Um I gotta go Bianca. Because it's like she started off the year, I mean, she started off the year as champion and held it past WrestleMania. And even though she's lost the title and everything, it's like she's had a little bit of a character change. And it's like she's still just kind of like killing it, wants to be an inspiration for the girls. That's why she's kind of, I mean, they're saying that she's going to be more of like a tweener or she wants to be a tweener, not really full heel, kind of like a la John Cena was and everything because she likes being the inspiration for the little girls and everything. But it's like start to finish this year, she has absolutely killed it no matter what. And she did lose her title little bit of a controversial faction even though i love oscar that has i love i love the fact oscar has a championship right now don't get me wrong but she did lose the title in a kind of a controversial faction so oh well <laughs> sorry oscar outsmarted her she didn't think that's true that is so true <laughs> that doesn't make this she wasn't the smart test uh-huh i know right <laughs> That is a very good point. That is a very good point. All right. I'm going to jump around on this list a little bit. Um, Kayla, likeliest to break out in 2023. Honestly, they've already have, really. Um, of where the mind that I put down, they've already have proved that they can break out with recent results. Um, but I believe just between now end of this year there's going to be more big things coming for them and i'm very excited for it and that is your new women's owen hart winner miss willow nightingale Ooh, okay i've been very impressed with her ever since she hit you know everything that she's going through her feuds her you know matches with athena her match with Mercedes monet um mm-hmm and it's just everything. And she made a little comment that she says she's ready for every anybody and that she would like to eventually challenge Stat for the title. Honey, you may not be ready for Miss Stat yet, but I'm just saying she's willing to take any challenge, any risk to prove, and I believe she's going to break it out. She's already have. She's already proven that she can do it because she's there. But I believe that she's definitely going to continue throughout. Oh, okay. You got you kind of got me on the swerve there for a second, but Willow's... What did you think I was going to say? Well, because I was going to start my spiel the same way. <laughs> About, like, they've kind of broken out a little bit already. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm taking a few words. So, they've kind of broken out already because they get these huge crowd reactions. But I believe by the end of the year... This person will be a champion and will be the, doing the one thing that all of us want to have happen and to dethrone Austin Theory. And that is one Mr. L. 
a night. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jolie? Um, uh, mine's actually a faction. I, I have a guess. I have a feeling too. I might be wrong. We'll find out. Um, they've had great reactions uh, as of late. They've been heels at one point, but now they're on the side of the faces. It's LWL. Santos Escobar, Zelina Vega, Cruz del Toro, Joaquin Wilde. They are four amazing talents. And with the guidance of Rey Mysterio and the possibility of Santino uh, Vega coming in and Carlito coming in to work with them, I think it's only going to be um, up to the up to the stars for them. I think, you know, they they have been pushing for a women's mid card title, and if they do, I could definitely see Zelina being the one getting it to start with because she's just been on on fire, and it's just absolutely amazing to see her getting fired, coming back, winning Queen of the Ring winning to tag titles to Carmella, you know, to where she is now. And you can just see how happy she is. Mm-hmm. And you can see it with Santos and the, and the guys. It's just amazing to see how much more relaxed and fun they're having in ring. So my yeah. breakouts, my breakouts for the rest of 2023 is going to be LWL. And that was pretty sweet. What she did on Friday, the tribute to the Hardys. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she says you can't. She says you can't go to the Carolinas and not and not do a tribute to them. So exactly because it's like I thought it was just mad at first, but then when she got on the side of the ring, she did like the thing like Jeff Jeff too because they did like the side by side and, so, and and Matt also um did a little wonderful <laughs> yeah uh, retweet to that. So I mean, Jolie, I know you've already said that you picture her winning the Royal Rumble next year. And I kind of have to agree with you on that. I just think that she has so much momentum behind her. And I think Bailey is going to be busy uh, with other things because I see, I see a very, very fiery end to damage control. So with, with, unfortunately with, with the injury to Dakota, it does maybe make it escalate even worse because Dakota is not there to help keep the peace. So I'm just looking forward to the ultimate implosion of damage control. Even though we all do love Bailey in her heel glory, I just I just think that we need we need EO to go back to her 100% heel glory. We need evil EO, the evil genius of this guy. The one that mm-hmm. came out with Poppy. We need that EO back. And speaking of Bailey, Bailey okay. I loved your shirt Friday when you were at um, during Oscar and Bianca's match. I didn't catch it at first, and like people were like, "Wait, what?" And I went back and I looked at it. Sure enough, she was wearing Cross and Scarlet's "Fight for the Fallen" white shirt because I have it. It's currently in the basket over here to get washed. But I was like, <laughs> loving the shirt, Bailey. Good choice. Very kind good of, choice. It makes you it makes you kind of wonder, like, what's that supposed to mean? I mean, out of all shirts you could have got from the merch. You picked that one. And then someone actually posted on there and says, maybe just because she's in a storyline with Shotzi, it's her way of honoring Shotzi through Scarlet because since they're good friends. I said, okay, I, might, I can see it that way. 
I mean, how many people do you know that would, oh, well, except for maybe Kevin Owens might go to get a shirt of his um enemy and wear it. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jolie. Best return. It's actually kind of tough. But I kind of have to go with Becky's return. Her coming back when they're like, oh, you got, we need another member? Okay, well, here she is. Wait a minute. Not to throw a kink in your wrench and everything. Wasn't that around Survivor Series time, though? Oh, yeah, you're right. My bad. Um, Actually, then I don't know. I really don't know who the fuck returned this year. Well, I have I mean, one in my... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. If we're going to go with returns, it's got to be Carlito. Oh, okay, okay. If I'm going to go that that route, then yeah, I I honestly I can't remember. It's you'd think that it's only been like seven months, but it just feels like it's already been over a year. I know, right? Well, I had one in mind. I I only saw clips of it online, and a certain boss lady lost her voice over it. So I'm just going to shut up right now, and I'm going to let the boss lady talk about it because I'm. More than 99% sure it's hers. It's her answer. So, Kayla? Best return of the year. Double or nothing. Chris, The return of Chris Statlander to take down Jake Cargill to un- beat the undefeated streak of 60-0 and 0 and get the first title ever for her in uh, AEW and become the TBS Women's Champion. Yes, yeah, she's right. I lost my voice. Um... Until this day, the video clip is online, and I share it. I still watch it. I still get teary-eyed. I'm still happy for her. Um, And like we said at the beginning, I can't wait to see her in a few weeks and reconnect and just tell her I'm so proud of her and congratulations, well-deserved. And I'm going to try not to get emotional because, you know, like y'all know, I met her last year, and she was just absolutely amazing. And I'm pretty sure she's just, she's going to be amazing the second time around. Because, you know, she's my favorite. And I'm getting right. teary-eyed now. Oh, God. <laughs> and, and you're going to slip her a card. Hey, can you ask Tony to come on our podcast? No, I'd ask her. I know, but you need to ask his permission, too. Remember. Yeah, because I got, I have to get approval. Our jester only wants Tony Khan on the uh, podcast so she can roast his ass. No, 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 no. I'm saying, <laughs> well, that, yes. But no, because when we try to get, what was it, Vicky on here? we Or Khan on here? We had to, like, jump through hoops and they still said no? Yeah, because I just happened to tweet on the wrong, uh, answer, ask on, for the wrong day. But no, slip for something saying, who do we need to talk to to get you on the podcast? Like, no email. Like, a, I need a direct person. <laughs> you, you would really, really want me to cry on the podcast if she came on. Yes, oh, yes, we do. <laughs> Jeez. We've, just, like, I, just like if we got Mercedes on here, she'd be bawling like a little baby. And no, I actually wouldn't cry with Becky. You would just be, like barking at me and Kayla if we even tried to intervene it would be a one-on-one conversation with you <laughs> with no you I wish I wouldn't I, I think that everybody deserves to like to have the interaction with Becky Lynch right just like with with uh Charlotte 
And, you know, it's just one of those people, like, I think because everybody has this preconceived notion that, oh, they're, they're stuck up and all this, yada, yada, yada. Uh, it's just, it's just amazing. Like mm-hmm. you, you bring up toast to Becky and she was happy. <laughs> and if you ever want to piss off Seth. The mint chocolates. Mint chocolates. Just send her a shit ton of you. mint chocolate. And then, of course, like another another one on here, I might get a little choked up. Keep leaning. Yeah. yeah, it's like if I got them both on to here together and everything, it's like I would get I get a I would get very much with stat. And then obviously I know I've met them in real life and react with one of them on Twitter here and there for like and post. But if I was sitting interviewing them, I'd probably be nervous as crap would be Cross and Scarlet. Right. Exactly. All right. Or in Cody Rhodes. Can't forget about him. Of course, of course. That one's Didn't haven't he met him yet. Say he would do an interview with us eventually. Said maybe he'll get on the podcast one time. And that was back when he was in AEW and that never happened. I need to go find that tweet and be like, Cody, you remember this? Be like, hey Cody, remember this? We'll take Brandy for right now. I would love to have a conversation with her. Honestly. <sighs> Yeah. All right. Uh, Kayla, these are always difficult because there's so many to choose from. What's your match of the year? Honestly, when I was thinking about doing these, I really didn't have one written down because, like I said, there was so many to choose from. Mm -hmm. But I actually based it off of AEW Collision. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say July fifteenth, twenty twenty three, because when this is posted, the date's gonna be. It's not gonna be tomorrow night, because this. Um, so AEW Collision on July fifteenth, fall. Uh, two out of three falls. FTR versus Bullet Club Gold match was epic. Okay. It was constant back and forth, and the fact you did not get your first pinfall until 32 minutes into the match. What? 32 minutes into a two out of three falls match? Yep. 32 minutes before Bullet Club got the pin on FTR. Collision's a two-hour show, right? Uh Uh-huh. First match was literally 58 minutes long. Damn! Wait, no. 61 and a half minutes long. It basically, yep. Yeah. And, and it, I mean, it was, they threw everything at each other. And, you know, and what made it even more better, because I know they said that they didn't want really to destroy Jay White when he came over. Unfortunately, they kept, I mean, unfortunately, Juice did take the pin, or sorry, you tapped out to the sharpshooter. Um, but they protected Jay White. He didn't get pinned. I mean, it okay. was um, FTR trying to show, you know, the respect and, you know, shake, trying to shake their hands. And obviously, as the heels, Jay and Juice spit on the mat and just like, hey, forget it. I'm out. But okay. that, that's what I stuck with. I mean, there's so many. But like okay. I said, that match really stood out to me because, like I said, that was the most craziest two out of three falls match I've seen in a while. Alrighty. Jolie? I actually have issues with that match. Um, 
just because of the fact that they had them both in the the uh what uh what the fuck is that submission move? Sharpshooter. Sharpshooter. And then you see them both collapse and grab their both grab their knees at the same time, like, oh, they're so exhausted. And then you see him win with the same move. Nah, I, I think they should have, it would have been better or yeah, I think it would have been better if they actually had a pinfall, not submission. But that's just me. Um, match of the year. I'm actually going to go back to uh, this one's tough. But Clash of the Castle. Gunther that's last year? God damn it. Fine. Um, oh, wait. No, no, no. WrestleMania. Yeah, it was because I was thinking Drew was in it too. The triple threat for the interna- Intercontinental title with Drew, Sheamus, and Gunter. There you go. <laughs> I got confused from it because I was like, wait, Drew wasn't in Clash of the Castle. He was going against Rum, but it was the triple threat match I was thinking of. Okay. Like I said, there's <laughs> so much fucking... It's been fucking nuts. I know, right? It's been crazy. <sighs> okay. So <clears throat> one thing, oh, it's like so many to think of and everything, but one kept popping out of my head from NXT. I forgot which premium live event it was on. It was on, it was like one on one of the recent ones and everything. Ilya Dragunov. Versus Dijak, last man standing. That match was absolutely sick. It was, I, I, I don't know if it was a premium line event or like a regular Tuesday night like special or something like that, but um, but it was on NXT. It, it was from NXT. Battle Thank Girl. you. Thank you. But that match was absolutely sick crazy too crazy it's like Ilya is not a big guy but he will fucking do anything and Dijak is one big son of a bitch and it's like those two just tore each other up and to think that Ilya is going against Carmelo now for the NXT championship hello Carmelo better run I know it's like that's oh my god that that match is gonna be crazy but yeah it's like i was not expecting that last man standing match to be so epic and everything and that's what i kept thinking about like matches in my head and everything that one just pops out to me the most the one that won't dijak didn't didn't he yeah dijak lost earlier one oh okay okay i I remember watching i remember watching it but i didn't really remember who won okay no but yeah yeah earlier one that one all right Let's see. Jolie, tag teams. That's fucking easy. Sammy and KO. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just love those two guys together. The, their, their whole story to getting uh, for being enemies to coming back together like the best friends that they are. 100% Sammy and KO. I actually have to agree with you on that one. Because that's, that's exactly who I picked because it's like they're, they've had this journey over the years so far, and then for them to be the ones to throw in the Usos, and just how they're keep they're bringing like a different dynamic to the the tag team division and everything, and how it's going to play out with 
either them splitting the titles or what we don't know yet but it's just like it's just so fun it's so fun to watch and just like Sammy trying to corral KO sometimes with his anger issues and everything it's just (laughs) oh my god it's fantastic all right Kayla I actually had three tag teams written down but I actually did narrow it down to one that is your current tag team champions team of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. <laughs> like I said, I originally had I because the three I had down was FTR. I'm like, okay, then yeah. I had the Usos because you know what they're doing with the bloodline taking you know. Then I had yeah. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and then I heard you out, and I'm thinking you're right. So that's when I finally decided this would be Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Oh wow! First one we went three for three on. <laughs> wow that's crazy all right this one was a little harder especially for especially for me it's like this one was a little hard because i had to remember like who debuted this year and then i had to remember like different factions and stuff like factions uh, promotions and shows and everything like that so uh kayla your debut of the year y'all want to take a guess of what i think i might have put down Probably has something to eat with AEW, but I'm, I, I, I have no idea. Oh, no, 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 that does Salcedo. Okay. She had interviewed Zach and the hashtag that went around every Tuesday, hashtag justice for Nash Carter. He saw that. He saw how much the fans meant to him that the fans never gave up on him. And that's why it means because we proved that, you know, he knows. And now that impacts given him a chance of showing that they know, that everything that went down was not his fault. And um, I might be a long shot, but I'm still holding out that one day, because I've heard multiple times that WWE does want Trey Miguel over there in WWE. So the fa- I'm still holding it that I will see the Rascals in WWE again. And... And I that just that was a special moment just to see him back, even though he killed it in the Indies. I mean, going get champions everywhere he went, but the mm-hmm. fact he's actually back into a wrestling promotion makes it even more better. And the fact that he said what I heard and saw hashtag justice for Nash Carter meant a lot. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, <sighs> Jolie. This is this was actually very tough, um, because again, a lot of wrestling, but I have to go with her debut on Impact. Okay, okay. Because I was thinking, like with WWE, I'm like, there's really nobody that I gave a fuck about that that debuted, and I don't 
consider the OC coming back a debut or Mia Yim coming back a debut. That's just them getting their jobs back that they shouldn't have lost in the first fucking place. Um, But everything that she has gone through um, and her winning the championship last night with Tamina and Mercedes being backstage with her, that has been confirmed with Bailey posting uh, feel the glow or um, like the lyrics to her theme. Yeah. Um, but the love and support that she's been getting Trinity just is just fucking killing it um, over an impact. And I do know that, you know, she, she has said that, you know, once things settle down, she wouldn't mind going back. And I think Bailey's pushing for Sasha to come back to. Yeah. So, but I think yeah. I know what yours is going to be. Let's see. If I'm right. I know. Right. I have a feeling too. We'll see. I had to think. I had to think, and then I remembered. Oh wait, it was January. Yeah, it was January. One of the worst kept secrets. New Japan. After Kyrie defended her title, one Mercedes Monet popped out. Nailed it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Debuted in January, won the title in February, was riding a high. She was actually set to win the New Japan, uh, the in the the strong title, but it went to Willow because um, she she broke her ankle during the match and everything. Um, but it's like, yeah, she like nailed knocked it out of the park when she debuted in New Japan and everything. So, yeah, mine was kind of a. Once I started racking my brain, and I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, 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 y'all right. This has been a long ass year." Jeez. And no, and like one guy did, uh, one guy did confirm because there was a picture taken with like Trent and Tamina, Mercedes, and this uh, other guy, and everything. And and there was a comment made, "Thank you, Mercedes, for standing up with a broken ankle to take the picture." So. <sighs> So and so, I don't know how much longer she has on her recovery and everything. But yeah, she was standing up for pictures last night because I saw the one backstage with her and uh, Tamina and everything. She can stand up with a broken leg. It's a fucking boot. Okay, I'm just saying. No, no, no. I'm just saying the people that are saying, "Oh, she didn't actually break it." Like you can actually stand in a boot. Yeah. Like, how how stupid are you, people? Jesus <laughs> people Christ. have never broken anything. I've never broken anything, but I know that. I, my one. I'm almost forty five years old. I've broken one bone. It's been my pinky toe. No, because it's like, okay, quick story. I was in the living room and I had a stepladder uh, near my bookcase and everything. And so I was walking to the bathroom and I, I my foot actually hit it. I thought at first it was like just, I stubbed it and everything because it was purple, but the purple wasn't going away. It was like a week and a half. And so I finally had to go, I finally had to go to the doc, a doctor. Actually, I went to urgent care and everything and they x-rayed it. And it's like, you broke your, you broke your pinky toe. And of course there's nothing they can do for that. So it's like tape it together. Uh, I was either in sandals or a, a, a walking shoe for like four weeks and everything. And I was just like, okay, so I can cross that off my list of shit I haven't done yet. Well, if it makes you feel any better. Um, I actually broke the toe besides my big toe on my right foot. And the funny way how I did it was it was senior day of senior high after high school. It was, we had this big old blow up gym thing, uh, gymnasium oh. thing. And my best friend, Heather, 
she's like, hey, let's race. So when you drop over the, run up the platform, up, up the wall and drop down, well, there was this giant blow up palm tree standing there. So when I came down over the corner, I hit it and my foot went backwards. Ooh. So I just, so I just got up, you know, just, I mean, it hurt a little bit, but I think of, well, it was black and blue and I was just like, oh gosh. Ooh. Well, um, at the time, I think the, um, the woman that my dad was with wasn't wasn't my stepmom now, but my dad was dating somebody. He's like, she goes, you broke your toe. We really can't do nothing about it. Eventually, when it bruising goes away, you can just pop it back in place. And uh, so we were sitting. It was me, my dad, and um, his best friend, Chip, sitting on the couch. We were watching something on TV. And I'm just sitting on the couch, wiggling my toe back and forth and didn't even think of, and I popped that sucker back in place. And I went, I went, shit, mother. I didn't even think about it. My dad goes, what did you just say? I said, I'm sorry, but I just popped my toe back in place. <laughs> Him and Chip just started laughing like crazy. I was like, he says, it feel better now? I said, yep, it feels better. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ouch. <laughs> I, I am uh, 42 years old, and I've never broken a bone. Wow. Okay. Cool. Well, I mean, I don't even consider my toe breaking a bone because I mean, really, it didn't really. Hey, if an X-ray confirms that it broke, I consider it a broken fucking bone. Even if your <laughs> okay, even if it's my pinky toe, I don't give a fuck. And it's like, is that? It's actually crazy. I'll tell you the details off uh, when we stop recording and everything. But my first surgery, surgery was on my big toe. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the details. I'll tell you the details when we're not recording. <sighs> yeah, because it might be a little, might be a bit too much for our listeners and everything. So I'll I'll tell y'all later. Mommy, guess what they talked about on the podcast today? <laughs> <laughs> not nah, nothing that bad, but yeah, it's like yeah, I'll I'll tell y'all later. All right, uh, let's see two more. Yeah, this is long. All right, uh, Kayla. Best champion of the year so far. Well, sitting here of who I have written down could be a possibility. But considering who I really think it should be because of their dominating, how they've put their title on the line. They don't care if there's 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 men in the ring. They want to defend their title regardless and show that they're a reigning, defending, the longest champion in history with this current title. And my original was the tribal chief, Roman Reigns, but he's been replaced with the current NXT North American champion, Wesley. Ooh, good one. Very good one. Honestly, that's not where I thought she was going. <laughs> where did you think I was going? Orange Cassidy, because he had about thirty people in the ring. Yeah. He's already been my male superstar. I can't put yeah. him as the best champion. Yes, you can. Yeah, I guess I could, but eh. <laughs> what fun is that? I had to put West in there somewhere. <laughs> I know, right? Oh man. Uh, actually, I shouldn't say what fun is that because uh, all right. Uh, actually, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Mike because honestly, yeah, he was my male superstar of the year, but he's also my favorite champion so far, Seth Rollins. Because even though he hasn't had the world heavyweight championships for long, but 
He has done so much with that title already, and he's making Roman favorite phrase. We have to uh, fit one of my favorite phrases. Like, like he's making Roman feel like a baby back bitch because it's like I swear it's like someone pointed out uh, Roman's had more returns than title matches this year. So, but yeah, my favorite champion, Seth Rollins. Jolie. My favorite champion has to be the incomparable, high-flying, always-in-style, ass-kicker known as Carmelo Hayes. He has just been killing it in NXT. Um, Even though he lost to Finn, still fucking killed it in that match. So... He is 100%, you know, if he if he drops the title to Ilya and then comes up to beat on Finn when he gets up, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, and I will say this, NXT, Shawn Michaels, we have a little quick little chat, just just a tiny bit of chat. You got to have a dirty little shithead um, named Dom Dom or Dum Dum uh, facing Wesley for this title. I swear to all that is holy. If you somehow decide to Slip him that title. I will feed him to my dogs. And I will let Kayla loose on your candy asses. I swear to all that is Degeneration X. I will rain helleth down upon you. Okay, have a nice day. <laughs> I mean, I understand he's going to lose the title eventually. And I'm whoever takes it off of him. I'll, you know, I'll be happy for him because he had a great reign, but not Dominic Mysterio. I'm oh, sorry. No. I, I, like you said, like, I, I know Carmelo has to lose the title. I know Wes has to lose the title. And, you know, what well, he's going to go like, it's Tyler Bate next. Is that who it is? Who? Wes? Yeah. No, uh, Mustafa. Oh, that's right. And if he drops it to Mustafa, you'll be ecstatic. Um, But, you know, it, as long as it's not Dom, I'm sorry, yeah. Dom, Dom, Dom. Yeah, I'll let I wouldn't mind Ali win it because I mean, even though it's on the NXT, he deserves a title. I mean, if it happens to be, but in, on at this point, anybody but Dum Dum. Exactly. Oh my gosh, yeah. so somebody needs to make a mock shirt of like his head on like lollipop sticks and says Dum Dum. <laughs> that would be killer. That would be absolutely killer. Ko, I know you want to do it. Dude, I kind of want to put a post on Twitter and ask if I did how many people would buy one. Shit. You might you might get a good response on that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jolie. Yep. Pay-per-view of the year. Last one. Pay-per-view of the year. This was actually a very easy decision for me because it took place in an amazing venue with an amazing crowd with amazing matches and because my bosses are from this tiny little island in the South Atlantic backlash in Puerto Rico. I will agree when I agree 1000% that that was actually my choice as well. And I won't go any further because you basically covered my points. Kayla. Oh shit. Uh, Mine, because of where it was for the first time in history, um, 
The matches were epic. They had swerves left and right. Um, the fact that we got a turn on somebody that we knew was coming, but just didn't know how they were going to do it. Um, I just, and then a streak was broken. And I just believe that it delivered everything that it could possibly deliver. And that was in London, England from Money in the Bank. Ah. I was torn between Backlash too. Okay. I yeah, was actually, that would be my backup, but I was thinking of Shayna turning on Ronda, Roman getting pinned, Damian winning, Io win. We didn't see that coming and just different things that happened, you know. Okay. No, you said a streak, uh, you said a streak being broken and I was like, wait, wait, that was nothing. And you're like somewhere for the first time. I was like, oh, wait. I was like, what? I was like, oh, I, I got uh, Jay pinned Roman. No, Jade Street getting broken. That, never mind, never mind. Oh, like, yeah, that's, that's, like, that's, that'd be my third backup, too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I was actually torn between money in the bank as well, but like I said, there is just something about the crowd in Puerto Rico. Yeah, it's like fucking them, them singing Jambea when he came out, them singing to Zelina Vega. And knowing how much that meant to her. And like you could see even Rhea breaking just a minute because they are really good friends outside the ring. You know, yeah. it, it's just fantastic. It's just, it was just such an amazing thing to see. And while Money in the Bank was epic, it's, it was so hard to pick, but it was the nostalgia. And it was for literally for like the first time in a long ass time that they were in Puerto Rico and with everything yeah. that's been happening to that island. And it's just something that was well deserved and well it it, it boosted so much for them. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely crazy. All right, Marcus, I hope you're happy. All right, so since this is going to be the last episode that we get to record before SummerSlam, the actual card itself is not out yet, but uh, a couple of the matches. I mean, some of the matches we already know, like in the back of our head, they're going to happen and everything. But I did find an article with some with match cards and rumors and everything. So I'm going to go through the list real quick, and then y'all give me your spiel on what what y'all think and everything. So, all right. So I've got possibilities again. Nothing said a thousand percent stone. So we have the Roman versus Jey Uso for the title. Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar, part three. Ronda and Shayna. Gunther defending his title against Drew. Ricochet versus LP. I don't even want to say a name. <laughs> Triple threat for the WWE Women's Championship. Asuka, Charlotte Flair, and Bianca. The Women's World Championship, Rhea versus Raquel. And then Trish Stratus and Becky Lynch. So again, these are rumors. Nothing's been uh, set in stone because I didn't find anything on a Wikip- on the Wikipedia page. All right. Uh, let's see. Kayla. All right. What you thinking? Probably another match added to that card. More than likely what's happening is probably for the title. Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor will probably be another one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and LA Knight versus Austin Theory. Yeah. 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 
Well, okay, I'll just want a quick all right, LA Knight and Austin Theory. Hopefully it'd be LA Knight, but if you get the vibe, I believe Austin Theory's gonna weasel himself out of it. No offense. Uh <laughs> I'm gonna get stabbed. Um Hey, just saying when I get it, I'm going for it. So this might be quite interesting. If it's Seth Rollins versus Finn, I'm going for it. Finn Balor, because you are repeat it, make it again. It ha- needs to happen. Um Gunter versus Drew. Unfortunately, I believe that well, no. Vibes not for that one. We crown a new intercontinental champion. Streak's gonna end. Drew's gonna it's going to make Gunter pissed off at a period because they're probably gonna screw him over somehow. Um, Ricochet versus Logan fucking Paul. I swear to every wrestling god that's out there that Ricochet better beat the fuck out of Logan Paul. Thank you. Um Oscar versus Bianca versus Charlotte. The vibe is kicking on this one, but I had to take a guess. It's going to go back to Miss Charlotte Flair, only to lead to Bianca pinning her later on to get her wishes, pinning all four horsewomen. Um, let's see. Becky versus Trish. I believe Becky's going to get the over overhand on Trish after she basically super kicks the fuck out of Zoe Stark. Um, Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns. As much as I would love Jay to dethrone Roman Reigns, it's not going to happen, unfortunately. Um, so Roman Reigns retains that one. Um, Cody Rose versus Brock Lesnar. With it being part three, Cody's going to get the second win over Brock, and hopefully that will end the Brock Lesnar feud. But knowing Brock Lesnar, he might come back for more. Um, that it? Uh, Ron and Shayna? Oh, hell, that's easy. Queen of Space is going to take the baddest woman to the planet to her to her end of her misery and send her out with a loss. And Rhea and Raquel. Radicator's going to retain because you know it ain't going to give it to Raquel. Especially if she's still tag team champ. Oh, hell no. Then I heard that rumor. Oh, no. Please don't let it be. Oh, no. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. Huh? The rumors are stating for tomorrow on Monday Night Raw. Okay. That Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville is going to become your tag team champions. That's what I've been hearing. I'm okay God. with that. Chelsea Green. Oh, my God. Ugh. I want Sonya to be a champion. I'm sorry. Uh- for Sonya, yeah, but not for Chelsea Green. Too soon, too soon. I mean, it's like Deanna. I read a quote from Deanna Peraza earlier and everything about like how Chelsea was devastated to lose her job, and then her, her coming back and like having the character and everything that she's so happy for her. So it's like character-wise, yeah, she's funny and everything, but no, not no, it's like one of those things, it's kind of like the same mentality I had with like Shayna and Rhonda and everything, it's like I was happy for Shayna I did not care for too much for Rhonda, for this oh god, please stop that false. okay, alright uh Jolie okay so, I actually do have a feeling about the women's SmackDown title. Okay. I do think Charlotte will win it, but she's going to lose it automatically because Io's going to clock her with the briefcase and she's going to cash in. 
Charlotte, another Charlotte being a victim and getting money in the bank. Oh my god, I actually wouldn't mind that at all. Um, Cody's gonna beat Brock in some weird fashion. Uh, Jay's gonna get the win over Roman via DQ. Um, just so it sets them up for maybe something at the Rumble, and then he's just gonna lose flat out. Um, Raquel will lose to Rhea. Shanna is going to break that arm. Logan is not going to know it fucking hit him. Uh, if they add Seth and Finn, I have a feeling about this too. Uh-oh. Damien is going to interfere, causing um, he's going he's gonna to eat the pin from Finn. Protecting Seth, and because they said, I think they said the women was going to succeed and the male was going to lose that's the rumor i was hearing for the money in the bank cash-ins so i could see damien getting pinned by finn and then breaking up that part of because he's been leaning more towards face mode right now damien has okay so i just see him breaking off because it's just been a lot of animosity and he honestly doesn't need judgment day to be perfectly honest okay and um, what I miss, Trish and Becky. Uh, Zoe Stark is going to interfere, but uh, we're going to get the return of an extreme redhead to even the odds, and Becky's going to pick up the win, causing okay. there to be a possible match between Becky or um, Trish and Lita one last time in Toronto, Canada. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, Gunther and Drew. Oh, Drew's winning that. 100%. And Brock LA and Knight. Cody? I said uh, Cody's going to win, and if it's oh. LA Knight versus Theory, Theory is going to try to weasel his way out. Um, the returning Bobby Lashley is going to stop him, causing LA Knight to get the win. Okay. Nice theories. Nice theories. <sighs> <laughs> all right so let's see if la9 theory get added la um get added la night you new united states champion if seth and Finn gets added um damien's gonna make it a triple threat um i don't know who's gonna eat the pin but finn needs to walk out with the title it's been long enough um all right let's see trish and becky becky's taking this for sure Raquel and Rhea. Yeah, I don't see Rhea losing the title yet. Uh, Asuka's walking out with the title. Ricochet's putting Logan in his place. Drew, hashtag and new. Shayna's going to give Ronda the heave-ho. Bye-bye. Cody's winning the rubber match. And yeah, unfortunately, Roman's going to walk out with the title. It's not going to, yeah, because it's not meant to be it. All right. Ay, ay, ay. Wait, hold on. Someone tweeted this out yesterday. It has been 100 days since Roman hasn't had a damn title defense. Yep, I saw that. That's bullshit. Yeah, what happened to the damn 30-day rule? Went out the fucking window. Well, I will say this. We, well, number one, we don't know his health-wise. 
So I could see them giving him breaks, especially with all the travel lately. Um, just making sure that nothing has resurfaced in his body. So, but yeah, no, he needs to defend the title. Stop being a baby back bitch. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Stop putting him to shame in a heartbeat. Uh, Kayla, do you have any tweets? Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, she... I have two. Okay. Jobber Knocker Wrestling Podcast. Are you trying to irritate us? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to let Jolie take this one. Oh, crap. Jobber Alert. Zelina Vega. The fuck? Just because she, she hasn't won a match? Oh, my God. Ah, I'm shutting up. She's not going to fuck you, bro, so don't even bring her name up. Don't even talk about her. And, um... I'm sure her husband, Tommy, would love to have a word with you because she's not a fucking jobber. She can whoop your bitch ass like the little bitch you are. She can't win every match, but she puts on a fantastic show. That's not, That makes her a jobber? Nah, dude. Uh, you are smoking way too much crack. Um, Seek rehab. Seek help. Zelina Vega has been putting on a tremendous show. Oh, because what she lost to Rhea? She nearly beat her. And she almost beat Bailey too. You know what? If you want to talk about jobbers, let's talk about, you know, oh, I don't know, the actual satellite company for AEW where you actually couldn't even watch the women's match. Now that's a fucking jobber right there. Um oh, and anybody that went against, oh, I don't know, Jade was a jobber. Um so yeah, no, jobber, no. How about this, buddy? You can suck my dick, and I'll even let you pick the size, because it'll be damn sure bigger than the set that you actually have between your legs, because only a bitch would say this type of shit. Oh, Lord have mercy. Oh, there is no mercy for those two fuck chuckles. Oh, I know. Kayla, all right, what what else? The original, well, I can't even say it. The original tweet was wrestling ops. Pretty Deadly's Alt- Alt- Elton Prince has suffered a separated shoulder. Okay. Jobber Nation TV said, I don't know how Rich Holland continues to be on the main roster. Another injury caused by this guy. Completely unacceptable. People just want it. It wasn't even on the the belly to belly. It was on Elton's part, I think. It was just a, a an accident. And the bounce back, yeah. You know, and Rich has actually been pretty safe. I mean, the dude himself has been dropped on his fucking head. You know, and he... We know how badly he felt after the whole Big E incident. So, and no offense, how many people have Seth Rollins hurt? How many people have Brock Lesnar hurt? So, again, Jobber Nation, whatever the fuck you are. Number one, why are you calling yourself a Jobber? Are you that big of a little bit? Like, are you that much of a bitch? I mean, you're never going to put anybody over. You're always going to keep getting squashed because that's all that happens every time you say shit like this on fucking Twitter because we will put you in your fucking place like the queens that we fucking are. So um, anybody that goes by the name Jobber is a fucking moron because that means you're never going to get over on anything. You're just going to constantly be on, oh, okay, you're a bottom. I got it. Never mind. Um, So, yeah, no. Ridge is good. Accidents happen. I mean... Look what, like, what did, did people blame uh, Rhea when 
Tegan blew out her knee? Or did people blame Bianca when Becky separated her shoulder? No, they didn't because they know shit happens in the ring. So unless you've actually been in the ring and done any of those moves. Now, while I haven't done any of those moves, I have been in a ring. That shit fucking hurts. Again, just just shut the fuck up. I hate fucking morons. Sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. And it's like assholes like in the last 24 hours and everything going out at Ridge so hard and everything. He actually deactivated his Twitter. And so it's just like people again, like accidents happen, people. And it's like their world, even though it's like entertainment and choreographed and everything, it's like it's very athletic and it's very dangerous. And it's like the littlest wrong move can cause an injury. And so, and from what you see on TV, it's like, they're going like, bam, 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 bam. So unless you've lived in their shoes, shut the hell up. All right. You said those are, yeah, two. That was it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So I got a funny one and then one that's going to make all of us cringe. Um, okay. So, I don't know. You've probably seen the picture. WrestleMania tweeted out a picture of like old Drew and latest Drew and everything that said the transformation of Drew McIntyre is still a sight to behold. Well, Drew retweeted that. He said, left one? I'll have your daughter home by 10, sir. Right one? She calls me daddy now. Oh, yeah. I saw that one. That one was cute. (laughs) And the best part was Zelina Vega. Sir, this is Wendy's. Oh, I, I go back face. to that. I, I go back to face. that. I go back to that clip uh, with them in the performance center. Hi, Drew. Melina, thorn in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now this other one. Inside the ropes had an article. I, I, I um, it's not really a tweet, tweet, but it's like I, I took a screenshot of the article. Or the title, at least, because that enough alone is to make you want to fucking cringe. Jim Cornette claims women have, quote-unquote, no business competing in ladder matches. The gesture says Jim Cornette needs to shut his fucking old misogynistic ass up. He has no right to speak on anything when it comes to women. Because they're tougher then you'll ever be you sack of shit. It's like, my God, it's just like how it's like we're not in the 1950s anymore or 19. We're not in the attitude era when like women are just side pieces and everything for displays and shit like that. It's like they can go hard. They can do anything and everything that the men can and everything. So just and you know what? May Young proved that women at 70, can get thrown through a fucking table. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's just fucking ridiculous. That sex is bullshit. Kayla, you want anything to that? I mean, they deserve the right opportunity to do whatever the men can. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do it they were, better. They do it better, and they've proven it so many times. Um, right. Iron Man matches, ladder matches, Hell in a Cell matches, last... Last woman standing matches, you know, elimination chambers, war games, war games, you know, just different things they've proven they can do. Royal Rumbles. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, exactly. why not? They sometimes on a scale of one to ten, 
females outbeat the guys every single time. Right. And speaking of females, we want evolution too. What are you waiting for? They got the women to do it. Yeah. And then some. Jeez Louise. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for bearing with us. This was a long ass episode. We did we did have to throw a lot in here because again, we're not gonna be recording for a few weeks. So Kayla, any final thoughts to end our July recording sessions? Other than y'all be fun. I know we'll talk in our chat, but have fun, be safe, enjoy yourselves, get some sleep. And I'm pretty sure when we come back recording, you're probably going to make me talk about Galaxy Con. So I'll be prepared for that. (laughs) For real. Get ready. Get ready. We want the the juicy deets. We want the juicy deets. Jolie? Um, hydrate, number one. It's been fucking hot out there. Um, but no, uh, you know, sadly, it feels like summer has flown by, even though it's only mid-July. Uh, it's just, it's it's going by very fast. And, you know, before we know it, it's going to be fucking cold season again, which I am not looking forward to. Um, I like my shorts. But... You know, I will say this. It was shocking to see DeAndre Hopkins sign with the Titans today. Yeah. Of all the fucking teams, the Titans. They ain't going to win a Super Bowl ring. What the fuck are you doing, you dumbass? I don't know what the fuck he's thinking because it's like basically he called himself a liar with it. I love DeAndre. Don't get me wrong. But it's just like he, he called himself a liar with all the bullshit. It was, it was signing, signing with the Titans. Everything but- he said was bullshit. But other than that, you know, I just want uh, any, every one of our listeners to have a safe rest of July. Um, I know when we get back, you guys are going to ask me about my fair entries. If anybody doesn't know, I am a amateur photographer uh, who entered about seven to eight pictures into a, to the state fair for the state of Delaware. Uh, three of them are up for judgment. Um, so I'll let you guys know. You know, most likely I'm not going to win anything. That's the mindset I like to have um, because I'd rather be surprised. You know, I don't want to, you know, overhype myself when it comes to stuff like that. Just because, like, I would rather, like, I've got this thing where I prepare for the worst but hope for the best. Mm -hmm. Like, so I already, you know, I'm pessimistic about it. Like, I've oh, my God, these are so great. I love this one. My one friend, I sent her the copies of the, uh, the one picture and she's like, I don't know which version I love more, the the color or the black and white. I said, you can print out both if you want. And uh, since she doesn't listen to this podcast because she's not a wrestling fan, um, I'm actually making her a secret Christmas present um, of a collage of all the horse pictures that I've taken and um, sending it down to her in Georgia. So, Aww. yeah, because she loves Aww. horses. And so she's like one of my best friends. Um so I want to do something nice for her because she's been going through a lot too. But yeah. um, also people, I, I want to put this out there. COVID is not gone. There was just a convention last weekend up in Niagara Falls and a lot of people caught COVID. So whether you believe in science or not, just be safe and wash your fucking hands and don't hover, hover over people. And also remember this, wrestlers are people too. Stop stalking them everywhere. 
unless you're right. paying to see them at a Galaxy Con or a special <laughs> wrestling event. So, hey, end of story. Th- exactly. Don't stop in the fucking airport and, and, and shit. And, and for the record, Hurricane, no, I was not stalking you. I was just trying to find the bathroom. <laughs> a couple years ago at New York Comic Con, I literally was falling behind him because he was... I didn't know he was going to the bathroom. I was trying to find the bathroom, but he had found the men's room and I was trying to find the women's room. But I was like behind him the entire time. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, this is awkward. He's probably like, who was this crazy lady? <laughs> no, Why but he was really cool to me when my friend passed away and I found out at New York. He let me he let me chill at his table and just talk wrestling. Aww. So I will always have love for Shane Hurricane Helms. So. Aww. <sighs> Kat, do you have any final words? Yes, Kat, do you have any final words? Well, Kayla, I hope you have a wonderful time at Gal- GalaxyCon and just live it up. Jolie, best of luck at the best of luck at the fair and handling all your damn events. You need to stay hydrated as well, honey. I, I have Gatorade and water. I'm good. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Yeah, July 30th will be my seven, uh, my wedding anniversary. We'll be married for seven years. And then as of August 2nd, we'll be together for nine. I literally met him like less than two months after I moved back to Houston. So, and I've been back from Houston for nine years. So it's been, it's been absolutely amazing. And it's like, it does, the years don't seem so long, but it's like, it feels like it's been forever. And it's just been absolutely wonderful. And so I let my husband, I let my husband see. And when I still don't know what the hell we're doing yet, <laughs> but I will be taking it easy when I'm not working and, um, uh, trying to get into the kitchen and getting some bacon done too. So everyone enjoy the rest of July. Enjoy, um, enjoy SummerSlam, Great American Bash, all the events coming up. When we come back, we're going to have a lot to catch up on. We're going to have a lot to recap from SummerSlam and Great American Bash. And hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to our girl before she has her big title match at Mission Pro. So we'll have to see what happens. And on that note, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us. And tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.